I mean, donkey. I mean, donkey didn't get <laughs> didn't get his own spinoff, and Puss in Boots has two. That's crazy to me. Like donkeys yeah. have layers. Yeah, but Puss in Boots is bipedal. Don't come on here using big words for two feet. <laughs> I can't roll my eyes harder. <laughs> What's up? This is Marcus Lindsay. Hey, it's Mia. And Yannick. And you are listening to Better Movie Maybe. On this podcast, we review films based on their ideas and their concepts, and we decide if those ideas were executed as well as they could have been. Uh, this episode, we have a fan. Also, she's actually a recurring guest. She's more of, she's basically a co-host at this point. Um, and I'm going to let her introduce herself as well as introduce the movie that we are reviewing this episode. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Juliana. The movie we're doing today is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I suggested this movie because I thought it was super cute. I saw a TikTok that rated it highly. And even though I haven't seen any of the other movies in the Puss in Boots series, I watched it and I loved it. So I thought we should talk about it. Hmm. Cool. So we are oh go ahead i thought you were gonna say like any in like the shrek universe and then i would have had a problem but you've seen Ooh. shrek yeah i've seen shrek but there's like a million puss in boots movies mm-hmm. it's one of like the it's like the franchise after shrek that has like had the most movies i think okay. there's only two though <laughs> really there's like a tv show i think there's a tv show yeah okay there's a Puss in Boots TV show because this is the sequel to the original Puss in Boots. I thought there was more than one movie. Prequel. Maybe there's always like little shorts and stuff. This, that's yeah, he, he gets he got bigger and better. I feel parts like he's always doing shreds. something. He's kind of a big deal these days because you know when she was like, were... I haven't seen it in the Puss in Boots universe. I was like, uh, the Shrek universe. Yeah, but yeah, I guess he is kind of big enough now. Yeah. Fair. I guess if you count his appearances in the Shrek movies, then just several. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. This is streaming currently on Peacock. Um, and it's starring Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek, Florence Poole, Harvey Guillen, and John Mulaney. Oh, and I'll give Wagner Mora a shout out. Oh, to yeah. His, his villain was crazy. Um, a lot of great voice acting in this movie, too, so I didn't name everybody, but solid cast. Um, so, as we do on this podcast, we get into spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie and you do want to take a chance to look at it without us spoiling it and walking through it, pause now, go check out the movie, but make sure you come back. Uh, so, let's hop into the summary. If you were to summarize Puss in Boots, or if you were pitching this movie to somebody who hadn't seen it yet... Uh, how do you summarize it in about a sentence or two? Me first. I would say, okay, I said, Puss reckons with life's beauty and his mistakes as he battles death in the fight for his life. Okay. That was so good. Copywriter. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> um... Puss in Boots, or Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> um, well done. Thank you. Thank you he uh, spent all of his lives and wants them back. 
and goes on a journey to get them back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Puss in Boots is joined by some other cute characters who aren't donkey, unfortunately, mm. to go on, like they said, a journey to find the meaning of living your life without fear. I like that these are the most serious synopsis we've had so far <laughs> on this show. I like that everyone obviously connected with this film. So this is good. This is a good start. So once again, we're hopping directly into walking through the movie, um, just kind of reviewing it as we go. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to have the movie spoiled, this is where you stop and come back. Um, so let's hop right into into uh Puss in Boots. I can't do it like Yannick did it. So I'm never going to try it ever again for the rest of the show. Um, you just got to lead into it. You know, just no, trust I, yourself. I couldn't trust do it. Your heart. It was, was going to be awful. It was going to end up with like a Jamaican accent for some reason. It was just going to mm. be really bad. Mm. <laughs> so I just have to edit it. it out. Yeah, I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's offending someone. The cat community. I'm sorry. Well, mine wasn't good, but... This is way better than what I just tried to do. I that's, stopped that's it true. Yeah, that's so correct. I'll edit all this out later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the opening to this movie is we open at the, is it the bar? Like a tavern type thing. I like this mm -hmm. thing a lot. But before we even open the movie, uh -huh. I just want to like shout out like DreamWorks new like animation. They saw like, it's almost like the Marvel Cinematic Universe of DreamWorks, how they have with like oh. the boy in the floating, who's on the moon, and then he goes and see all the DreamWorks hits. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fantastic. It was pretty dope. You're right. You're right. It's a, it's a huge revamp. Yeah. Like it was completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Not even just a slight update. It was a little movie. Total retool. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this movie earned that. So I was like, cool. Uh, yeah. So. No, that was a good point out. Um, so yeah, we're in the the tavern and we're introduced back with our our main hero, Puss in Boots. Um, and they break in the song immediately, which is always great for an animated mm -hmm. feature. It was a bop too. How's it go? I'm not gonna sing it, but <laughs> it's along the lines, who is your favorite fearless hero? Is your favorite feeling? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excellent. We can continue now. That was perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this scene, they have this whole kind of song and dance. It's your favorite fearless hero. And then I believe is this the king that comes in? Is he what we're going with the king? comes in we have some great comedic moments and i like i feel like this movie had really funny moments and it wasn't mm -hmm. like poop jokes which i was like mm -hmm. look at dreamworks not doing fart jokes i love it this is great the humor was smart it was really smart throughout um and i think this whole scene kind of goes into basically this action sequence because uh explosions go off and they wake the sleeping giant which i was like clever mm -hmm. <laughs> I really liked the different style of animation. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, I don't know if 
hopefully I'm noticing this correctly and if you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but the way that the cat was animated seemed very different than the rest of the, the town and the monster, almost like a different style of shading or coloring. Yeah, like 2D textures. Mm -hmm. I think the way I described it to Marcus, it was like halfway to Spider-Verse. Like it was still mm -hmm. very 3D, but a lot of more a lot more 2D elements, like very graphic. Yeah, it was the first obviously first thing I noticed that they started doing that, so it was really nice. Mm. And the giant, I think, had a unique look to it. Like again, like very like comic booky. Mm -hmm. 2D look to it. Yeah, but... I love I love this whole section of it. Um, the action was just off the walls. I think going back to what mm -hmm. you said, the animation brought that out. Uh, mm -hmm. because I was watching it and I was like, wait, this is this isn't like the Puss in Boots that I thought I was gonna watch. Like I was like, oh, we're doing Puss in Boots, but Attack on Titan now. This is mm -hmm. great. Um, <laughs> like loop, leaping from roof to roof. Uh, just I was like. This is what am I watching? This is pretty intense. Um, like he's getting knocked through buildings, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm buckled in. I'm ready. Yeah, it's super dynamic, and he does it with ease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he's not struggling; he's just having fun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very overpowered this entire fight sequence, which is yeah. great because you're like a cat is fighting a giant, and we're just with it. Mm -hmm. Um. So then throughout this scene, so basically he beats the giant, like he does like this cool trick with the bell, knocks the giant out, uh, does a moment with the crowd where he works the audience for a bit because this whole time he's still kind of, like you said, doing it with ease. So he's showboating a bit because mm -hmm. he, he killed his giant. Uh, and then this is when the bell, does the bell land on him? Like at this yeah. point, right? And this is when the movie does a quick turn and I'm like, oh, this movie is about to be a for real movie. Yeah. Because this is when he wakes up in the like the doctor slash vet slash barber's office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. And so he basically, the doctor warns him like, hey, um, you've, you've been running through your lives. How many times have you died? And then he's like, I'm not good with math. <laughs> 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 but they do the whole montage and th there were some really funny deaths in that mm -hmm. like I thought the shellfish one <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he took another bite <laughs> it's like does this have shellfish in it um <laughs> I really like that too um I thought I thought it was funny at the end of the sequence the the vet or the doctor like goes from like kind of this jolly guy of something like hey yeah you know take because then he goes like because death comes to all men and i was like whoa <laughs> all right that escalated quickly yeah <laughs> but he still says it with like a smile mm -hmm. and so he recommends that you know he lay low and go to a cat lady's house to just live out the rest of his life peacefully mm -hmm. so this is when he heads to the the bar by himself and he's he's down bad and we're mm -hmm. introduced to this i just call him death at this point but i know he had a name is he just wolf or death what is this bounty name? hunter i don't know i thought he was a bounty hunter wolf. i don't think he, he i think it's just the wolf the wolf yeah yeah you're introduced the to wolf. the wolf who is like one of the coolest 
character villains I've ever seen <laughs> in my mm-hmm. life. Comes in whistling. Oh, he whistles so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But yeah, so he's basically a bounty hunter. He says he's um hunting, uh, looking for puss puss in boots. Uh, and then you know this all kind of is heightened now because you know that puss is scared because he knows that this is his last life, which is spooky. Um, this guy is just the most intimidating, scary dude <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like one step ahead of puss every time he tries to do something. He's got sickles, dual sickles, which I didn't know was a weapon like that. That's pretty intense. Mm. Yeah. And then he draws blood. Like, that is what I knew this movie mm. was going to be serious. Mm. He, like, cuts him on his head and he wipes it and he's bleeding. And I was like, oh, there's a chance he could die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is, yeah, it's his last life, but we're going to have a good time. But I was like, no, I'm in constant fear. <laughs> Puss in boots, like, all right, because earlier he said that no blade has ever touched him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's yeah. over now. <laughs> he saw his life flash before his eyes. Man. Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, it was solid. Um. So from here, oh, so there's something that I, you probably, maybe y'all saw this too. I was like going through the trivia and I went back. So during the scene when he's fighting the giant, there's like a shot of the crowd like all doing the wave while he's fighting and in that shot for a brief moment in the alleyway the wolf is actually standing there watching him fight the giant which is like mm-hmm. the creepiest thing like he's just in the shadows in the background of the shot mm-hmm. i mean and later on he kind of talks about like he's always seen him he's like, die him. he's been there but it was like very terrifying like it's like a blink and you miss it i just saw it because somebody was talking about it and i was like no way and i went back and it was the coolest Easter egg of mm. creepiest mm-hmm. Easter egg as well. Um mm. but yeah, that was a side tangent. But yeah, so he he goes uh to bury his old self in get rid of Puss in Boots and take on his new persona of pickles. Does he pickles. pickles pickles the house cat? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked this scene because I felt like the what was the woman's name? Mama Luna. Luna. Mama Luna. Mm-hmm. I felt like her character was super unique and had a lot of personality. It, even though she was a fleeting character, like she was only in the story for a little bit, I feel like they made her character very vibrant. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Leslie Jones when she was talking, but I looked up the voice actor and it's some other black woman but her her persona was reminded me of her she was divine joy rudolph Mm -hmm. which i think she has been in stuff but i'm just not familiar with her work yeah she was great though like i i agree julie i think she was she definitely came and made an impact in the movie of just being there for like maybe 10 minutes um, also, I'm always a big fan of when there's people of color in a fantasy type mm-hmm. adventure. And I was just like, I don't know why she's here, but I'm very excited she's here. And she played a big part of the story, which was cool. Because she basically, he goes in, he becomes a regular cat, which I forgot this about like the Shrek universe where there's regular animals and then there's enchanted animals. 
mm-hmm. because I was confused. I was like, why are all the cats regular cats? And he's not a regular. But I remember that was like the thing with Donkey too, where Donkey was an enchanted donkey mm-hmm. versus a regular mm-hmm. donkey. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this is when we're, we meet his new friend, which mm-hmm. I found to be the most adorable character ever. <laughs> um, Perito. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Um, yeah, and then he was awesome. I love I love him in the actor in um what we do in the shadows on FX. Mm-hmm. He's in there and he's plays like a vampire's assistant. He's very funny because he wants to be a vampire really bad, but <laughs> they're never gonna turn it. <laughs> but he tries his hardest. He's but he's really funny. Um but yeah, and around this time I think we're introduced to Goldilocks as well and the three bears because they're tracking Puss in Boots. Which I always I forgot that I love this about the Shrek universe or the Puss in Boots universe for Julie. <laughs> um that I just thought think they do a really good way of like taking fairy tale and fantasy creatures and doing something different with them to make them fun, but still like a cool character. And the whole Goldilocks crime family was just a really fun way to do it. And like it was interesting. I was like, oh, this is this is funny. It's not overdone, but it it works and I love it. Mm-hmm. So at first they think that, or he thinks that they're looking for a bounty, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, forget what it was. But um, yeah, I think they he thought that they were looking for him, like for the bounty, but they were looking for him because they needed somebody to get to be able to do the map or steal the map from the what was the guy with the thumb? Jack Horner. Jack. Big, big Jack Horner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so they break into the they break into the house, um, and they tell him about this plan, whatever, but I think he escapes, but he escapes with his his dog friend, which is the, this guy's the best. He just shows up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think like... he just like he just like overhears them talking about it. Mm. He's like, we we'll we got we'll do this on our own, I think. Mm-hmm. I watched it once, so I'm trying. I'm really trying to no. <laughs> remember all the details. I just watched it again, and I'm trying to remember all the details. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm trying to just hop to scenes that I also remember. So I think after this, they end up going to Jack Horner's like compound where he makes pies and mm-hmm. such. And I was the whole time I couldn't remember the Jack Horner thing because I kept confusing it with. What's the eating her curds and whey one? I thought it was the little same. Miss Buffett? Yeah, like I kept going, little Jack Horner sat on his tuffet, but that doesn't rhyme <laughs> very well. <laughs> um, but then when he did the pie thing, I was like, yeah, he stuck his thumb in a pie and said, oh, what a good boy am I. And mm-hmm. that was funny. Um, but yeah, so he, you get introduced to him and this is where the Enter the Spider-Verse comparisons were still coming in where I was just like, oh, he's Kingpin. Like he's just abnormally oh. large <laughs> with a little head he just kind of fills up the frame every time he's on it but mm-hmm. i love i love jonathan mulaney's voice as this because it just was a really goofy voice to go with this somewhat imposing figure mm-hmm. but it it was funny it made everything work very well his character design reminded me a little bit of <laughs> the villain in trolls too 
Have you seen Trolls 2? Trolls 2. Who's the villain now? I've one? seen Trolls 2. Because I thought Trolls 2 was The Rock. Just like a really oh. ugly character. Yeah, I was like, it's like when they go to that ugly land and everything's just like sad and dying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, that character <laughs> reminded me of Jack Horner a lot. Just kind of like not pleasant to look at. <laughs> like oddly proportioned and weird. But that little um, side scene where it shows him doing his little dance. <laughs> and then, and then um, Pinocchio is doing his dance on the other side. <laughs> Hilarious. Loved it. And that was like his villain origin yeah, story. Yeah, that was his origin story. <laughs> it's because it was sincere and I thought it was. <laughs> he was actually performing. <laughs> it said, oh, what a good boy am I. And then he's like, I'm a real boy. And he's dancing on the other side. He's like, I was always a real boy. <laughs> just hurt. Just the hurt. <laughs> uh, but I think you find out that Jack Horner is like a collector of magic because he doesn't have any magic um, mm -hmm. for himself, which is kind of in his origin story. Uh, and so these two, like, um, I guess some thieves find this map for him. And he's kind of showing it around his, his room that he has all this cool... Uh, this cool magical paraphernalia where it's like, yo, here's unicorn horns and all, and he has like Mary Poppins's bag, this magic <laughs> nanny bag. Um, and it's cool. Once again, I think Shrek does this great where they tie in all of these fairy tale things and make it different, like to put a twist on it. And I also thought it was funny that they're like, oh, Jack Horner from the fairy tale. And he was like, it was a nursery rhyme, but it's fine. And I was like, he wasn't a fairy tale character. He didn't have magic. He was just like four lines in a nursery rhyme. Right. <laughs> Side note, how many Shrek movies are there? Four. Maybe four. that's what I'm thinking of, because I've only seen the first and second. Yeah, there's no. four of them. There's Wait, four. the third one with Justin Timberlake, right? Yes. Justin Timberlake's in. Is he in the third one? Yes, he's in the third one. I can't remember okay, so I the fourth seen, one. I just haven't and seen the fourth one, the fourth and then one I is, haven't seen the first Puss in Boots. The fourth one is Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, I haven't seen. I didn't see that one. That's Shrek Forever After. Mm -hmm. You got to watch the quadrilogy. Okay, I mean, actually, it's possible I've seen it, and it just is nowhere. It, in yeah, memory. those. After the first two, they don't matter. So you probably saw it and it didn't matter at all. Yeah. And it's perfectly they haven't mattered till this Puss in Boots movie. So. I actually rewatched the second one today just so I could see the introduction of Puss in Boots to the Shrek. The whole universe. Shrek too? Yes, I did. You have time for that? <laughs> it's a good Work movie. Work from home also. life. Well, I can't hate on it. The quick hour thirty. Your, your manager, her other computer up. <laughs> your manager is talking to you on a call, and you're just watching Donkey. And is that, is that the one where Shrek becomes a human being, or is that mm -hmm. part three? Yeah, it's part two, yeah. right? That's part two. Oh, classic Shrek. <laughs> is uh, Puss in all of them? He wasn't no. in the first one, but he's in two, three, and four. He, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, he became a mainstay after that. He joined yeah. the Avengers. <laughs> 
Um, so, <laughs> so basically, Puss goes in to steal this map, this magical map from Jack Horner that he just received. He does this really like Jack Horner does this really like dark scene of when they make fun of him, like he calls him like Little Jack, and he gives him the King Midas hand that turns him into gold and basically like kind of kills this guy. And I was like, this movie's tone is so weird to me. Well, the thieves were like, "You said you'd pay us our weight in gold." And he was like, oh, yeah. So he gives him the Midas touch and kills one of them by turning him into gold. So he kept his promise. Oh, look at you, Mia. <laughs> Finding the diamond in the rough. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do wrong, specifically? Specifically. <laughs> 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 that kills me. He's so it's good. so funny. His delivery is great the entire film. So Puss gets ready to steal the map. <laughs> Um, and then we're introduced to basically the the co-star um, mm-hmm. that works with him. Which, from what I movie. hear, she was in the first Puss of Boots. Yeah, she is. Okay. No. You saw, oh, so you've seen it? I saw some of Puss in Boots. They fight Hunter. Don't be ashamed. Here. Like I'm not ashamed. It's just, it was a dark. It. It, was a, it, was a, <laughs> it was on TV, and I watched it. Okay. Um, no, I've seen some of it. I just know she was in it, and I think the bad guy was Humpty Dumpty because of course it was um so they fight over the map they you can tell that they have some history together and she's kitty soft paws mm-hmm. which apparently is a fairy tale creature that i didn't know mm. or is a, it? yeah i googled that too she's a fairy tale or a nursery rhyme but they escape they do this really cool chase sequence um where they uh their friend what's his name the dog again perito perito saves them they go through town uh they escape and then we get another shot of wolf where he's just the most terrifying character ever just off off in the cut staring at them as they get away he does this thing with his his hands that nobody can see me doing if they're listening to this right now but everybody that's on the call can see it (laughs) (laughs) menacing i see it he gives menacing um so from here, I think this is where they take the map, they're getting ready to go, and then Jack Horner basically loads up with all his magic gear, mm-hmm. which is just so dope. He has the nanny bag. When He said, get me the baker's dozen. I was like, just doing it. Every joke. It works. Um, The bears crash in there. Yeah, I think during this time, the bears crash, so the whole chase sequence is all of them, right? Mm-hmm. oh and the bears talk we didn't really mention that that the bears <laughs> do talk because there's a moment <laughs> there's a moment when she was like it was earlier in the film when she told them to like work get the information out of uh the the old the cat lady mm-hmm. and then it looked like they were about to rough her up and then they all just kind of had a conversation and i thought that was also very funny um so they head to the dark forest because that's where the map tells them that they have to go um, they go to the dark forest, and once they're inside, they're supposed to use this map, and the map will lead them to the wishing star. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about the map is whoever touches it, the the whole world basically changes to become a different type of obstacle depending on who touches the map, which I thought was a really fun, just an innovative idea to do. Yeah, so it like rearranges the forest based on like their inner. I don't know, like 
You each yeah. have your own path, and when you hold your own map, when you hold the map, you see your path. Yeah. Everybody's and so, path is different and has different obstacles. Yeah, like and like the dogs, like his is just so innocent because he's such a sweet, genuine character. This is just flowers and he's so dumb and pure. <laughs> he's so dumb and pure. But also because he's, it, it seemed to me like, um, like if you have a good intention or a bad intention, it's gonna it's gonna be harder for you to get through the forest if your intention is bad, and so. He had he wasn't selfish like he had no no like he wasn't looking for anything for himself he just wanted to be with his friends mm-hmm. but he also was the one who was like was present in the moment so the obstacle where they had are, are you going to go through obstacles yeah, go for it okay when he like when all the flowers are in the way and all you have to do is smell the flower Mm-hmm. for it to raise up for other um was it the cats first they felt like oh no like we're not gonna be able to get through it's it's uh it's too thick to cut through um but the solution was much more simple than that they just had to like stop and smell the roses mm. and i think it was i, I love this scene because it it just shows how the motivation of like uh, the dog was just like, hey, I just really want to hang out with you guys. You guys are now my best friends ever. And I think right around here is Goldilocks and them come in. Um, and then at some point, Jack Horner and his crew come in as well. And there's a moment because I was watching it and I was like, oh, it's just flowers. They just block the way. And then when Jack Horner and his crew show up to do it, and they go out there and like a flower just strips the flesh off of one of them. And I was yeah. like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it went from zero to a hundred so quick that I was like, oh, <laughs> so it's still an obstacle. It just looks cute because, you know, of the way it was set up for, for the dog. <laughs> but I loved it. It was it was great. Uh, he's sending man after man, just throwing bodies at it. <laughs> Yes, and then around this time is when he pulls out the Jimmy Cricket knockoff. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so perfect. Because <laughs> he was like, so what do you do? And he's like, I'm just kind of like your conscience. You know? Yeah. Ethical bug. <laughs> yeah. Ethical, yes. Because <laughs> he thought it was like a locust and it was going to like destroy the entire field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, like, you really like, do a lot of men. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna have my work cut out for me. <laughs> it, it was it was brilliant. Like and he sounds like Jimmy Stewart, which was great. <laughs> it was just like, why? It's so good. <laughs> sounds like ah, uh, you know, it was it was perfect. I love that. Um then he like whoops out a phoenix at some point mm. and just uses it as a he chokes it and turns <laughs> into a flamethrower. <laughs> And the cricket's like trying to teach him an object lesson, like right before he does it. <laughs> He's like the phoenix as it rises from the ashes, and it's the flamethrower. Like, like oh my. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so uh, at this point, uh, Puss in Boots, Kitty, they get to basically like a lazy river is like their next obstacle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going down the river, and I think this is where we get introduced to the cute Puss in Boots face, which he does in Shrek in the mm-hmm. in Shrek too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they're doing it back and forth to be the cutest, mm-hmm. and it still works for me. Like I'm like, it's so adorable and stupid. It's great. Like, and he's like, "How are you guys doing that?" <laughs> and when he tries it, it's <laughs> gross. She's like, "What's it's happening?" Explode. <laughs> You're gonna give yourself a hernia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then they mentioned the two of them kind of have this back and forth where they talk about where's was it San Paulo? Where were they? Santa it was something where Puss in Boots and Kitty were, and they kept kind of oh, yeah. bringing it up. San Colomba? Yeah. And he he grew out this beard and now he's like trying to get it cut. And so she finally cuts it for him. And they have this moment where you're like, oh, they kind of have this relationship together. I'm feeling this. And something that I really liked throughout this entire movie and as we keep going through it was that they had so many characters and yet balanced everything perfectly. Yes. <laughs> where mm. I was just like, I'm watching like 90 different stories of like almost three characters a piece. And everybody, I know what they want, what they're doing, why they're here, and what their relationship is to each other. And I've seen, yeah. like, movies with crazy budgets that can't get, like, one character to make sense in the entire Looking film. at you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, why are they here? Um, mm-hmm. But this was like, everybody made sense. Even to, like, mm-hmm. Jack Horner making sense with his Pinocchio backstory. Like, everything just worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to give give it props for that because I thought that was incredible. By the end, of, by the time it gets to the end, I was like, everybody went somewhere, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of impressive. What do we? At some point, the dog jumps off of the the raft, and they end up. Some, but I don't remember why he jumped off. But they ended up somewhere where they end up running. Oh, into he everybody. threw the he threw the stick because you know back when he was fighting death he lost his sword mm-hmm. we didn't mention that but um he's been fighting with a stick this whole time mm. but um kitty kitty gives her her little blade it was like okay you don't need that stick anymore so he throws it into the river but then the dog jumps <laughs> out to go fetch it <laughs> um so yeah and then they run into I think Jack Horner is here and Goldilocks. Like they all mm-hmm. show up and have kind of a free for all for a bit. Yeah. I feel like there was something that was funny that was said here, but I can't remember it. It probably was hilarious too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they show up and they're all trying to chase and grab this map. Uh, and then in the midst of this battle, you get the mm-hmm. whistle again, which just is so good. Like the the way that they do it is is great. So at this point, did you guys already know he was a symbol for death, or you guys just thought he was a really good bounty hunter? Because I was still on the bounty. Train. I just thought he was a bounty hunter. I I was missing the symbolism <laughs> until he literally said it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I knew he was death, but that's because um, I live on Twitter and spoilers are everywhere. <laughs> gotcha. So. That's fair. <laughs> But yeah, this he shows up, he does the whistle, and you see Puss like panic and have a whole just meltdown panic attack. Full blown panic attack. Like I was like, this is this is for adults. This is for 
<laughs> all of us who had to live through COVID and were having panic attacks on a weekly basis because we didn't know what the world was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, relatable. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. This is for the parents who took their kids to come see this movie. <laughs> or who are watching it with their kid at home right now. Like, yes. Yeah. Or who are watching it by themselves. Right. <laughs> or don't have kids and just watched it on yep. a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also acceptable. <laughs> Those are all acceptable things you can do. Right. <laughs> He's like, or me, you know? I remember, <laughs> I remember, um, uh, I was talking to some of my coworkers about when I was working at uh, my blast job about some uh, I think it was like a Pixar movie, and they said they said it was a kids movie, and I very defensively was like, no, it's a family. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's for families, not just kids. <laughs> Everyone can watch it. <laughs> I think I went. I what did I want to go to see? What did I went? Oh my goodness. Um, I went to see The Incredibles, like the second one that came out, mm-hmm. and the entire theater was adults. Mm-hmm. And when it was over, people were like, "What?" They were yeah. like clapping. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Incredibles was made for for adults because we all watched the first one, then we we're like, mm-hmm. "This is for us. This isn't for the children." Literally, right. though, especially with that little like. Um, the intro they had they were like thank you for waiting 14 years and all that so yeah <laughs> but also you can like you can tell when somebody's writing and in their mind they're thinking this is for kids like it comes through mm-hmm. but like these movies they're just like they're just writing good stories right that's all and they just they're have making... to be careful to right. make it, it not appropriate yeah, exactly. right mm-hmm. that's fair yeah yeah they're just writing funny appropriate content it's just an adventure movie that everyone can sit down and have a good time so so yeah so he has the panic attack but his dog comes and kind of like does the best friend Mm. thing which is great and i loved it i was like oh man this is just the the dog thing yeah it's just it's perfect um and then he talks about his past and the regret that he had of not marrying kitty so you kind of see where why they had this back and forth she hears it and she does i love this how she like hears it but then she backs up and then she goes puss like she was looking for him like she didn't she wasn't standing behind the tree i was like perfect <laughs> um but that kind of changes the tone because she realizes he wasn't a jerk and he just was scared um mm-hmm. and then i think around this time she admits that she wasn't there either which was pretty mm-hmm. funny um because <laughs> he's living his life thinking that and she's was already gone um but her not being there was still his kind of his fault because it was like she realized he couldn't love anyone more than himself because of the trust thing right she didn't trust them type of stuff Mm -hmm. um so from here i think we get some goldilocks stuff right oh go ahead yeah so no i was just gonna say so from here goldilocks and the three bears are the ones that end up with the map after the whole scuffle Mm -hmm. um and so they're walking through the forest and all of a sudden it changes to be mm-hmm. the cabin, their childhood home where they grew up. And so like the bears immediately are like, we're home. And she's like, you guys, it's a trick. It's a trick. Don't go in there. But they're all like, got all the references to like the porridge and the chair and the bed being soft and stuff. And then 
um there's like the book that she was always reading and you guys saw like there was also like Hansel and Gretel's name in the mm -hmm. book and stuff <laughs> so it was all the little orphans they would check out the book so <laughs> until we find out that she her whole desire is that she wants a family she's mm. like drawn in the thing and it actually made me like Goldilocks because my daughter was obsessed with this story for like three months straight we read it every night and I was just like I can't get behind this like she's a Karen that just came into these people's <laughs> homes <She's a> Karen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly like the bears were just minding their business and then she just goes in there touching stuff but this spin on her being an orphan I <laughs> I love her again <laughs> at first it was gentrification but then yes the orphan thing got it okay <laughs> that's fair <laughs> not I yeah, really liked cool. the scene it was mm -hmm. visually very very beautiful like I loved watching her try the different beds I mm -hmm. guess when you know when you're a kid you read these stories you have kind of your own image in your head of her doing these activities but their interpretation of it was super cute of course like the bed is covered in moss and it, they live in like a tree yeah I loved it <laughs> <laughs> so at this point we have Puss in Boots they see the cabin because they're traveling a bit see the cabin and they go in to steal the map from the bears um when they get in, once again, I like I love this whole map thing. I think it makes the the movie interesting and visually interesting and just really cool to be able to change the the situation really quickly. So as everyone, as soon as they open the map and do something, it transforms back into somebody else's journey or somebody else's path. So the I think they were like in the nostalgia something was why they went back mm -hmm. to the house. But then it was transferring back into like the there was one that was like the mountain of something. And then the cave of souls or whatever of lost mm -hmm. souls, and it was like transferring back and forth. And I was like, "This is this is dope." <laughs> like I don't know the act, the action in this movie was crazy because I wasn't expecting it, and it was just really well done. Like everything was just really cool to look at. Um, and so through all of this, he gets trapped in the cave, which is like this crystal cave. Um, and then they end up somewhere where they have to come back no they have to go get yeah, the they dog right? the bear yeah the bears had kidnapped the dog mm -hmm. and so she says that she'll go rescue the dog and then he'll figure out how to get out and then they'll, they'll meet back up so mm -hmm. is this when the dog roasts the bears <laughs> yes <laughs> because that was so funny <laughs> <laughs> that was really they, when he starts talking and they just like are bleeping him for so long, I just did not expect it to be like that he would be the one to be so crap. I loved it. I keep saying I loved it. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> it's like, it it's like that you get stuck in like one of those phrases. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. Cause yeah, you right before that they were going back and forth insulting each other and he was like instigating it. Like he's like, Oh, she got mm -hmm. you. Is it my turn now? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Very funny. Um, I think around this time, before we get into the cave, and maybe this happens later or earlier, but there was a scene with Jack Horner that I thought was really funny when he had to cross over this bridge of, like, his own people. <laughs> He's just, like, stepping <laughs> across them. <laughs> and then they bring the entire cart to cross <laughs> as well. <laughs> 
and then it falls. And this is when Jim, uh, Jimmy Cricket like goes like, "You're the worst, and you're irredeemable." Da 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 da. And like, there's one person hanging on, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you chatty?" And she's like, Mm-mm. "He's like, all right." Like, he was going to let her fall. To her this is the worst. Oh, so so good. But yeah, J- the cricket was trying his hardest to redeem him, and was just like, "Nah, this isn't going to happen." The Baker's dozen. Such a cool concept. I love them. Um, so yeah, we're into we're into this cave, uh, the cave of lost souls, I think. Um, and then this is where he has like a moment with all of the other lives of Puss and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just having a good time singing and dancing, complimenting <laughs> each other. It's a good old reunion. Yeah, remembering the good times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then, so while they're having the reunion, then I think the whistle happens again, which I feel like I'm just trained at this point for the, the hairs on the back of my neck to stand up whenever it happens. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, God, here comes the wolf. Um, and he kind of goes into this this monologue talking about that he's death. I think Yannick said, what is this, what is the line that he says? Deaths. Like, well, he, he says, like, I'm not, like, figurative or I'm not a... Uh, um, like symbolic on on death straight up mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah so good so good like i just i love this actor i love how it all worked and came together um and then he had this is when he does the reveal that he was there every time that puss and boots died right um and he has a, the little marks on on his size which is crazy mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh, this guy is so creepy and i love it like it's just wild um and I think all the while he's going through and he's breaking all the different lives, all the different lives on the thing while talking, mm-hmm. and they're all terrified, and I'm I'm a little scared and nervous because I don't know what's happening. Um, and then he runs again. Mm-hmm. So before the wolf shows up, I kind of like how in interacting with his past selves, he realizes that like they're all assholes. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you're me, but you guys, you guys are arrogant. <laughs> Isn't there like a buff puss in boots? Like there's so, really, yeah. there's like a really like, diesel one. Like yeah. yeah. And I think there was an Irish one too. Yeah. <laughs> what? He had like a green hat. Yeah. <laughs> this is the variants. <laughs> yeah. Multiverse. Um yeah, so he escapes, which once again, this is a terrifying scene. Uh this villain, so he reminded me of like a villain it wasn't a villain but it was like one of the scary scenes i remember when i was little watching a movie a cartoon and it was the brave little toaster mm-hmm. uh, and i don't i don't know if you remember this part with yes. like the fire there was like the fire mm-hmm. and then the fireman clown situation and like it's just going crazy in the smoke and the, he just slowly comes towards the camera and he's like run and i was like ah, <laughs> ah! <laughs> and that's that's the energy that this wolf was giving me the entire mm-hmm. time just mm-hmm. very unhinged firefighting clown energy but i do feel like you're making it sound way scarier than it is oh no so like it's scary really <laughs> the brave yes. little toaster or what the wolf no the wolf i thought the wolf well, you're, the terrible. brave little toaster that you're describing sounds terrifying <laughs> <laughs> i don't i've seen that movie but i don't remember the run part so oh it's go back and it's watch terrifying that. 
but you thought the wolf was terrifying because I literally I wrote down my notes. The depiction of death is perfectly intimidating without being scary. <laughs> and you're saying it's like terrifying. I thought it was so I thought it was terrifying. And I look at it now from like me if I had to sit down and watch this with my son. I just assume with me feeling like this dude is a bit intense. He was very intense for a villain. Maybe he's intense. not terrifying. Yes. He was intense, intense for a kid's villain. Like mm-hmm. most most kids' villains at least have a goofy something or a laugh or they'll do something silly halfway through the plot and this guy Mm. never had like he was never the comic relief of any scene like he Mm. never did anything outside of i'm going to kill this cat yeah and he had the round the round red eyes Mm -hmm. yeah the red eyes (laughs) so yeah maybe intense is the word i'm looking for julie's fearless she's like no oh i'm not fearless (laughs) (laughs) i just i mean i was just maybe you're looking at it like you watch it with kid eyes a little bit yes children eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) yes that's what i meant (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay that's fair Mm -hmm. So they escape, they get out of the cave, um, and then, no, he escapes, and mm-hmm. they see him running away with the map, because he's so he's so scared now that he's like, I gotta get these lives back. Like, mm-hmm. I, like that's it. They'll be okay. They'll figure it out. And Kitty sees him running away, and she's kind of, it's like, obviously, Puss in Boots is gonna take the map and run. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, we know why he was running. But at some point, somebody's going to have to double-cross somebody because everybody couldn't get their wish. <laughs> so right. I don't know why y'all were on a team. Like, it wasn't going to come down to... Group wish. <laughs> Group wish. <laughs> the wish for more wishes. There you go. Did, did we know what she was going to wish for? She wanted someone she could trust. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, true, mm-hmm. true. And she did say when they started to team up that she said we could wish together or something. I think she mentioned something in the movie where she was like, we could do it together. But yeah, I don't know if that's against the rules. But so they get to, they all basically get to the star area. They get there first. Um, And I think around this time, Goldilocks and them have a moment where she admits that she wants a family and it's, and once again this movie was was firing on all cylinders i was feeling this because i was like oh yeah i am paying attention to this story i'm invested here as well like i'm really Mm -hmm. sad because they're like oh we're a crime family together and doing this and they're really excited that she's like he's like she's our sister she's my sister whatever but she still kind of feels like the outsider i was like why is there a whole nother story going on and this is just (laughs) as good Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so they get there, um, and now it's kind of like this standoff between all the groups collide at this point. So you get the the bears and the crime family, you get Puss in Boots and the squad, and then Jack Horner shows up as well. Just Team friendship. Team friendship. Team friendship. Such a good name. <laughs> um, so... At this point, what happens? I I know a bunch of stuff happens, but I can't remember the exact order of stuff that goes. So down. yeah, they're all they're all fighting to get to the map. Um, they're all trying to make the wish. At at one point, the last henchman from the baker's dozen she gets pushed out of the star and immediately dies. 
So yeah. we see that there's we see that there's stakes. Um and then Goldilocks has the map. She can make her wish, but at the same time, baby is getting sucked out of the star. So we're like, mm, what's she gonna choose? But she saves baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I actually have like my cursor over the movie right now, looking at <laughs> frames so I can remember everything. And then uh horn kitty traps horner in the bag. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I loved time. that when he said um he like told them all about the bag and then when he gets pushed in, he's like, I shouldn't have telegraphed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like pulling out a hatchet while he's saying it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, so good. Then this is when death shows up again and mm-hmm. just like walks through the beam that we've been seeing just disintegrate people or whatever, mm-hmm. teleport them. He just walks through um, and does like the boss fight of like a Final Fantasy game where he like makes a ring of fire around one yeah. person. It's like, we're fighting here. Everybody else watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so cool like it just comes full circle in this moment and everything feels earned and it's just callbacks and everything works and this movie had no business being this good <laughs> like mm-hmm. I like I yeah. kept saying it throughout the entire film but by the time we got to this show standoff I was like Puss in Boots isn't supposed to be this good this doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yeah I told my husband about the movie because like I'll tell him what we're watching I was like do you want to join us and I told him we're watching Puss in Boots and like pass and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but then after I'm like look you missed out and I'll watch it again because it is that good it's like <laughs> it's really good <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch it until this morning and I was just gonna like watch it while I was at work in the background because I was like it's Puss in Boots it's fine and I took like the longest lunch break of all time. <laughs> to, like, I was like, you know what? I'm just take a lunch for an hour and 40 and uh, I'll be right back because <laughs> I couldn't stop watching. It, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they battle really cool action scene. The animation is is just Chris. The choreography is doing cool stuff. Um, he does, once again, the boss battle thing of having weapons and then turning them to another weapon when he gets to another form. And I was like, it's just too much. Uh, and also he had his sword and gave it back to him because he mm-hmm. wanted him to, mm-hmm. to fight him which is boss battle 101 right <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight I want you, you. yeah <laughs> <Full> power <laughs> I want 100% power when we fight each other don't um, let him power up Goku don't let him right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they battle um, and I feel like I like the ending of it where it wasn't like he beat him, but it was more along the lines of like he came to terms with everything as far as like fearing death and not being afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And then death was like, it's not the same. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I'll be back. But mm-hmm. right now it's not like he, he admitted that or he, he realized that he has something to fight for now. Mm-hmm. Not just himself. he wants him scared. He wants him scared. Right. Mm-hmm. right now is not not the time this isn't it so and once again he just leaves just very cool just walking through the fire and just whistling and just dips and i was like this guy is the coolest (laughs) like i don't know everything he did every time he was on screen i was just like i love everything about this wolf 
Um, so the movie seems like it's wrapping up, and then we get Jack Horner in his final form, mm-hmm. which is I feel like this is probably as unsettling as it gets. Julie is like a giant <laughs> Jack Horner, <laughs> mm. but still like weirdly proportioned. <laughs> oh yeah, he didn't even mention it with his clothes. He was like, I was worried I'd be naked when I came out, but my clothes grew with me. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> that was a really good show. <laughs> um, how did they how did they end up beating him? Team friendship. They work together. Oh, um, so the little the Perrito goes over to <laughs> Jack Horner and tries to do his cute little eye thing. But he's like, he's you know he's just weird looking so it <laughs> Jack Horner just stares at him until um until his nose starts bleeding <laughs> the, the dog's nose starts bleeding <laughs> and um it gives him enough time team friendship enough time to come and you know do their thing and just I don't know how they defeat him but I know that the dog the way does it but doesn't he figure out the eye thing yeah he does it he does it correctly, oh, he but does. Jack Horner's not phased at all. Like he's like, oh, well, no, so he's cute. like, it's cute. But then he's like, your nose is bleeding. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then they, they destroy the map, I think, right? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. They destroy the map. And then Jiminy Cricket comes back, or Jimmy Cricket comes back with the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Oh. They, get, they, oh, yes. they grab the one piece of the map, and then the Phoenix burns it, and then the rest of the map mm-hmm. disintegrates. And so that's when it like crumbles and it falls inwards or whatever. Oh. And I think this is when he says the thing. <laughs> is this when he says the line you said? Like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, he goes, what did I do? <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> and he does the little thumbs down. Perfect. Like, just great. Just masterfully done. Every callback lands. Um, it's just good. All of it just works very well. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, so then at this point, everybody just kind of things just kind of settle as far as like the family, the bear family gets together, and they're like, "You are always our family," type thing. I'm saying it probably not as cute as it was in the movie, but you, you're one of us. Um, mm-hmm. And then Puss and Boots, team friendship, come together, and they're like. We're best friends. Oh, there was like a story that the dog told earlier that was like the saddest story of him getting put in a rock with socks and stuff. And it was just like, yeah. oh, and he's wearing the sock now. Is this sweater? Yeah. Like, like he, it's a sweater now. He's so positive. And I was like, oh, I don't like this, but gives me all the feels. Um, but yeah, they so become... they're trying to come up with a name for him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Chomper. Chomper. <laughs> and there was another one. I was like, yeah, and he wanted Chomper, and Perito was like, no, I'm good yeah. with Perito. <laughs> but that's what my friends call me. Oh, perfect. So good. Uh, so then, does the movie end there? I feel like it's... They set sail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They set sail for the next Shrek movie. Let's go. Is that true? It better be. I want Shrek with this type of animation. I want to see Shrek fight a giant Jack Horner again. Or whatever 
no, we've done Mother Goose. I don't know any other fairy tale creatures they haven't murdered in these movies yet. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Muffet with her spiders. Maybe. <laughs> it works. Or the wolf comes back. However. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the end. Like team friendship is mm-hmm. back or not back, but they stay different. together, they they leave together, so they seem to be a trio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there it. gonna be enough space in Shrek 5 to have Perito, Puss and Boots, and Donkey? Yes, that's the new team friendship. Yeah, because Perito's just gonna be bouncing around giving one liners. But that's Donkey, right? I mean, you know, it's kind of an Avengers situation at this point because mm. you had Donkey <laughs> and you had Gingy at the same time, and that was fun. Gingy was basically. Are you talking uh, about Gingerbread, the Gingerbread Man? Who's Gingy? His name, his name was Gingy. The Gingerbread Man? Yes. Oh. oh man, we're the on real, first name basis. Where the real Shrek fans at? Yeah. I don't know anything about the Shrek cinematic universe. Um. <laughs> you you were yeah. just saying it like it was common knowledge. I thought That's it funny. was. I thought everybody was calling him Gingy. Gingy. Um. So. I he apologize. Made an appearance in the in the um the death sequence, the uh, the sequence of all the times that the cat has died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gingy oh. made an appearance. <laughs> he the baking scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So we did it. You guys, let's. You guys want to rate this one? All right. So let's rate uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. So. Here at Better Movie Maybe, each reviewer uh, gets to rate the movie based on the scale of their own choosing. This can be anything and everything. Ultimately, we do this because ratings don't matter. You're allowed to enjoy what you want to enjoy and like what you want to like. So what do you all rate Puss in Boots, The Last Wish? I'll give it a 10 out of 10 boots. (laughs) Boots? Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a twelve out of twelve bakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one plum thumb up. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. Um, As much as I really enjoyed this movie, I have to give it zero out of one donkey because it left out a key character in the Shrek <laughs> universe that could have made a cameo. So zero donkeys for me. Thank you. Damn. Harsh. <laughs> I mean... Justice for donkey. I mean, Donkey didn't get <laughs> didn't get his own spinoff, and Puss in Boots has two. That's crazy to me. He Donkey. has a whole universe. He has a whole cinematic universe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. About. Like donkeys and, have layers. Yeah, but Puss in Boots is bipedal. Don't come on here using big words for two feet. <laughs> I can't roll my eyes harder. <laughs> um, there can if be Donkey could wield a sword. Like Puss in Boots, then maybe. That's what that's the that's the issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four legs versus two. 
that seems racist somehow. I don't know. It's something there. Something that I don't like. Ableist. Yeah, something like that. I don't like. Is that oh he has less legs than him, so he's better. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Um yeah, I don't know. Donkey and Genji deserve to be in this movie somewhere. And um Pinocchio didn't get a spinoff. I guess he has his own movies that people make all the time. Oh yeah. He's just won the Oscar. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have time for that anymore. Uh <laughs> All right, so this has been better movie, maybe. So once again, thanks for coming on, Julie. Thanks for having me. Anytime. It's always a pleasure. Um, we're definitely going to have Julie back on. Um, I know she really wants to watch Cats and other <laughs> movies. So if anyone wants to suggest other movies that Julie you want Julie to review with us, uh, slide into DMs. Let us know. Um, but other than that, better movie maybe. We have new episodes every Tuesday. You can follow us on Instagram at Better Movie Maybe. Um, updates throughout the week and on Thursdays. And if you want to hop on the show and record with us, slide into the slide into the DMs and let us know what movie you may want to watch with us. We're open for all kinds of suggestions and want to have you on to talk about what movies you like, love, maybe even hate. Um, but looking forward to it. Anyways, until next time, this has been Better Movie Maybe. Peace. <laughs>